Joe and those guys. He started in a, a garage by himself. I think they did, yeah. See if this thing's actually... Check, 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 check. Check, checkity, check. Yeah, excellent. Dope, man. Is it picking it up? I think so, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely picking it up. Oh, there it is. Oh, good. Good, good, good. Just want to get this a little bit higher like that. Ooh, one second. I'm going to take a brief intermission. <laughs> All right. Oh, sorry, I left it on. Oh, no, it's all good, dude. <laughs> That's what it's like when you're still recording out of your home domicile. Check, check. Yeah, marvelous, man. Oh, yeah, nice to see you, brother. It's so, so very good to see you, too, man. It feels like it's always like these large uh, gaps of time, uh, almost like segments in a dream. Mm-hmm. Well, big planets rotate slowly. Yeah, they, okay. I like you. See, you're already on it, man. That's great. <laughs> uh, awesome. Awesome. Well, I guess I'll, I'll just uh, do the intro for this, uh, for this show here. Let's see how we can get it going. <laughs> I'll take this shit. Ready? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let's hear it. What's going on, my brothers and sisters? Aunties and uncles. Monks, Kabbalists, Wizards, Mystics, Sons and Daughters of God, welcome to Mr. Woo Woo. Yeah, welcome everybody to the show. I just wanted to uh, thank you for tuning in and giving a crap and actually listening to these kind of conversations. Uh, I'm here with a very special guest, a friend of mine for I think over like 15 years now. Uh, I've known this gentleman, he's a, a metaphysician. Uh, a burning spirit, a musical prodigy, I'm going to guess. That's just my own heart saying that. Uh, his music is transcendent, as well as his performances while he's playing it. I'd like to welcome my brother, Eduardo Soy, to the podcast. Thank you, brother. Very, very nice to be here. Uh, thank you, man. Appreciate you. Glad you could take the time to come on over. I know you're busy as hell, being a super dad and being a creative uh, creative monk. Yeah, well, anything... Uh to support um, the endeavors of my <laughs> brothers, you know. <laughs> Appreciate that, man. Oh, man, it's, I think we met at what, Farmer's Market? I Farmer's think. Market. Yeah, like 15 years ago. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, you still got that wild hair, man. Still got that wild styling. Uh, this group of young metaphysicians that were in the, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> knock on whatever you want, man. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Thank goodness we still got that vim. Mm-hmm. Pushing 40 now, so. Oof. Right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm already past that that particular line, man. But I don't feel any different. No, dude. you look young, man. So do you. Yeah. You don't look like you've aged at all, man. I'm you... getting up there to myself, but, you know, the comfortable, still in the 30s, so comfortable Enjoying. in that space. But, you know, <laughs> as a, I think fatherhood just makes you forget about any type of age. Any just, kind of youthfulness. You're just like, yeah. okay. Uh, Even when you walk through the door, you looked like hyper-focused, like you were going through that long checklist I see in parents' mm-hmm. minds, like a little template here of like, oh, should I bring the baby back? Did, yeah. I, bring the, did I bring his stuff? Did I bring mm-hmm. like, okay, did I did he eat? Okay, cool. Like, <laughs> they, Yeah, checking it ahead of time. I tell him, you know, I like to prevent things from happening rather than fixing them later. Yeah, that's, I'm kind of... That's the focus. Was that ever like one of your... your uh, your magical kind of approaches to like n- not making mistakes 
that you're going to have to clean up later. I realize so many things we do in life, man, would just barrel forward and not realize like, oh shit, I've just painted myself into a corner here. Yeah. And, and I just realized how much time you spend getting out of that corner. And it just shaves so much years off your life, man. No, this was a choir uh, for need. I was a wreck. Growing up, I was a wreck. I destroyed yeah. many things, made so many mistakes. I, I would say my, I moved twice as fast as I thought. So if I thought something, I had already run through the thing wrong twice. So then as, <laughs> later as I started understanding how I was getting myself into deeper trouble, then I was like, oh, okay. I have to, you know, align the the movement to thought the to be cohesive and synchronized, to not be too far ahead of the curve, but not be like also behind and catching up with you know, more intuitive aspects of decision making. Were you spiritually aware when you were young, and where did you grow up? I'm originally from Venezuela. Venezuela. I grew Maybe. up. Um, Raised in a traditionalish Catholic family, okay. Uh, but my dad, um, it's you know kind of self-proclaimed atheist. Oh sure. So he was always my dad's an anthropologist, sociologist, very scientific. You oh know, okay. If, if I can, if I can see it, describe it, touch it, repeat it, it doesn't exist. My father's the same way. Yeah. So that created a very yeah. inquisitive mind because he was like, "Don't believe anything. Just don't believe it." figure it out for yourself hmm. but in the other aspect my grandma would sit there and i would watch her do her prayer stuff for hours and hours and hours every night okay. uh, but i grew up being able to see energy from very young really? i could see it at nights i would stand hours and then dark just watching colors watching all the colors swing and then they would take shape and they would play i remember one time i had like a baby dancing on my chest and i'm just like oh my so I didn't know that people didn't do that until later in uh-huh. life where I talked about it and people were like, what are you talking about? Like, that doesn't, I would go to the bathroom <laughs> at night and I could see that between my eyes and my hand, there was so much going on, so much. So I was like, this can't be real. That's, that was my original. This can't be real right. because otherwise... There is no way this could be all this stuff between my eyes and my hand. Is that still your waking experience? I will. I will say that. Or has it dimmed a little bit since, like, you know, becoming an adult and fatherhood? Well, I, and... I, I started pushing that down really tough when I was like thirteen, fourteen. I started drinking heavily. Okay. Um, yeah. I was Just alcohol poisoning. Kind of stuff. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. Smoking cigarettes, drinking hard. It, it, it's mm-hmm. how we grew up, Venezuela. Until I was about 19, 20, I started kind of like, okay, I'm done with this. I don't want to drink anymore. And I turned around to energy again. And I met you soon after. Was there, was there like a, was it just coming to San Diego that kind of uh, nudged that in the right direction? Or was it kind of like, it it just grace hit you and it was like a vision or something like that? Were you like, oh yeah, I forgot energy and spirits are all around me. (laughs) (laughs) I wish. It was a result of depression because I moved here from Venezuela in November. And at that time, I had never seen the sunset before 8 p.m. So it was the first time where the sun was leaving at 4 in the afternoon. And I just moved to a new country. I didn't speak the language and it was dark most of the day. It hit me. It hit me so hard. 
I was like, what is this? Luckily, across the hall from me lived a linguistics uh, major, a friend of mine, who was the first person to kind of embrace me and be like, you have some, you have something. Mm-hmm. And he started feeding me books. So the first book I read was the biography of Jim Morrison and the Doors. Wow. And I was like, okay. And in that book, he referred to Nietzsche. So I was like, oh, I'm going to start reading Nietzsche. Okay. And then Nietzsche starts talking about the Greeks. So then I started reading the Greeks. Mm-hmm. And then the Greeks wanted to talk about the Egyptians. And that's when it clicked. Oh, it's all about, that's when the gate kind of opened to thought and to. Oh, was it like Hermes, a Hermes, 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 yes. Hermes, Hermes, um, the Emerald Tablets. Okay. Uh, and that's when I was like, that's, that's my calling. I that remember. was the opening. And at that, then I moved to OB. And soon after I moved, I Ocean did mushrooms. Beach. Uh, Ocean Beach, yeah. San Diego. I did mushrooms for the first time. Okay. At the dog beach mm-hmm. with my girlfriend at the time and a dog and her dog. And it just blew wide open. And the same lights, the same color I was seeing as a child. I was seeing them on mushrooms, and that's when I'm like, oh, my God, this was it. That was this my reality. Is, this is what I was looking at the whole time. And we were so different. She was, like, rolling in the sand, put it, like, eating sand like, like a child completely. Right. And I plugged into the universe, and then mm-hmm. I could talk to the dog, and the dog was talking to me and realized that it understood that I was understanding it. Right. And it was so excited, like, you are, we're connected. And I was like, yeah, we're, we're connected, life, we're alive. <laughs> and it just felt like I was in, in the middle of the universe, connected to everything. The, the gates were open. I was like, okay, this is it. That happened to me on Mushrooms, too. Like, and I, I haven't done hallucinogens in, like, a really long mm-hmm. time, but the few times that I did, <clears throat> maybe, like, on a holiday, like, New Year's Eve or something like that, and I would be out in the desert with my brother and, you know, you know the old saying, eat the whole eighth. Not mm-hmm. that I'm recommending everybody eat the whole eighth. <laughs> Microdosing is just fine. But, you know, that was the saying in the late once, 90s. Once in your life, eat the whole eighth. Do too least, much. Yeah. A little too much. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think I did. Like then, and I, was, I saw the clouds, and the clouds turned into angels, and there were tunnels of angels, mm-hmm. and they were all smiling. I mean, I was like, oh, yeah, everything's all right. And I was mm-hmm. running around like a two-year-old in the, in the dunes. And you get those, I love those insights. Like, And I've always kind of been... And I know you remember from back in the day, like we ran around with some guys and they had access to like what has enlightened Mike Tyson mm-hmm. and Joe Rogan yeah. <laughs> and these other folks. And I got invited to do DMT and um, it was like I heard this echoing, very forceful, <laughs> not my voice in my head, like don't even think about it. And I was like, yeah, but you know, Don Juan, you know, mm-hmm. Castanados, yeah. like all these guys that have like been able to take a, a substance and then and then open up the doors, and they're like, dude, you have to do the longer, slower route. Yes. And uh, and sometimes I regret that choice, you know, because I know people now that it can they're like in vaporizers and like, yeah, you can get like forty eight. Yeah. <laughs> like just hitting a vape pen and you're like, oh, DMT trip, just ready have, to go. I have those. I, you know, I can so understand what you're saying because. I went the opposite way. I spent a a serious amount of time, I think maybe six months of my life, Mm -hmm. pretty much smoking it every weekend or every other weekend. Very heavily. Amazing. Very heavily. And I think I've gone as far as you can possibly go. With Uh, that particular one? With with DMT. And I would do it sometimes worse or 
Friday and Saturday or sometimes just Saturday, but very consecutively. Sure. Then we started adding things like nitrous or something else. That okay. was too much. I would just pass out. The frequency but was just too much. Too much. Yeah. But with just DMT, I enter spaces and <laughs> went and, and, and had conversations and understood things that really elevated my ceiling. But it kind of fractured the, the wave yes. system. And I'll, I'll, I'll get to this, but I essentially... I went there and I get it. I was like, oh, perfect. This is it. At one point, I had to ask permission in, because the gates were closed. And I was like, hey, you know, can I, can right. I go? And the two, you know, um, Alex Gray beings paint, uh, painted them. You can see in the, the, the gatekeepers were like, fine, you can go. And I, I said awesome. I won the jackpot. And it was just like. You know when you're playing paintball, uh, the not enough paintball. What is the the name? With I you? think it's I think it's pinball. Pin, pinball, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And so at some point you win like the super jackpot, and the whole yeah. machine goes crazy. Goes like tilt. That was that was my body. That was everything lit up. Every single cell exploded in in that. That's all. That's all it sounded like. A complete <laughs> that sounds awesome. Over and it, and it was great. But then I took a break. And I went to India to study yoga right. uh, in the Himalayas with the yogis. Amazing. With the real ones. Mm -hmm. And, you know, the senses are open. The senses are there of to that dimension. Right. And I, we have to climb pretty much to the peak. This is where the Lalai Lama lives, farther okay. up in the mountain. And That's incredible. I put the same on, do not disturb. How dare you? How um, dare you? Damn so, you, Apple. So when I get to it's all good. When I get to to the ashram where uh -huh. we're gonna where we're gonna stay with the teachers with the swamis, mm -hmm. I see the teacher eye to eye, and I'm by that time it's low on oxygen. I've been carrying a backpack all the way up the mountain. I'm plugged, you know the energy. I'm there, you know the wavelength. Yeah, and I see him, and he sees me, and it just goes vroom, like the energy just opens up. Yeah. And he's looking at me like, like an alternate space. Yeah, he's looking at me, and I could hear him. He's saying, "How are you here? How are you in this level of of psychicness, of energy conversation?" Sure. And I was, you know, through. it's like different wavelengths of yes. internet, if you will. You exactly. Know? So he's having a private conversation. Exactly. With Eddie. We're having a private conversation. He's looking at me with and, energy and asking me, "How did I get here?" Because mm -hmm. clearly, I'm not even old enough to have done the necessary work. Yeah, the sadhana. The, the sadhana, the, the levels of meditation, prostrations, offerings, mm -hmm. um, all the things that you have to, if you're gonna do it right, if you're gonna yes. earn it, if yeah. you're gonna earn that. Yep. I didn't earn it. I acquired it to through substance. Do you think me through, but like your enthusiasm and your integrity perhaps carried you through those gates? Like, yes. whereas because the little message that I got when it was like, don't even think about it. There's a penalty to be paid yes. for kicking down the doors of heaven yes. Yes. and getting uh, information before you're, I don't know if it's worthy, but it's almost like mature no, enough. It. You have to earn it. You, you have to earn it somewhat through not only like vibrational goodness, but also through a, ma a maturation of understanding. Yes. So it's through like you don't discipline. get to go to calculus until you've mastered trigonometry yes. and yes. algebra and stuff like that. So it's kind of like just being like sticking you into a, a trigonometry class. You might not have the development um, to, exactly. to derive the goodies from that. Absolutely. And I felt that 
it was my integrity and it's, it was the purity of heart mm-hmm. that allowed me to not lose my mind. And also because I've, I have a very strong sense of self and, mm-hmm. and um, I didn't lose sense of reality by, by exploring this element. So I was able to keep groundedness because I've seen people not be able to handle the, the, mm-hmm. what they see when they enter the spaces. But the yogi was like, wow, okay. And then we started getting along and getting to know each other. And at that moment, I felt that regret. I felt like, wow, I'm never going to be able to earn this because I broke, I, I, I broke the gates. I ran through, I took the elevator to something that you'd walk to. Okay. And I saw, and I, cause I saw his level of being in the same wavelength that I was. And he did it by waking up at four in the morning every day, meditating two hours a day, mm-hmm. doing yoga for two hours a day, vegetarian, vegan, um, completely, um, how do you say that? Brahmacharya, Brahmacharya, which which means like uh, vow of celibacy. Yeah, celibate. Um, Just by really mastering the discipline and the connection, and he earned this. But and here comes this kid who's just like, you know, hippie from California. Cut the line, bud. Cut the line. (laughs) You know, luckily I I would eventually in my life come back around. And yeah, oh, uh, that's so. What's cool also is I wanted to reiterate that you can come back around. Yes. There's a law of forgiveness. There's a law of purification, mm-hmm. and you know gratitude usually allows you to you know cut the. It, even it's not really even cutting the line. It's like you got a VIP pass, yeah. and maybe you shouldn't have been back there. You know, exactly. <laughs> you got to kick but with the band for a bit. That's the story of my life. Yeah, yeah the yeah. story of my life is like you shouldn't be here, but you're all right. Risky grace. You can you can stay. You can stay. That's awesome. Um, and then I also felt there was the purpose. I think function, determinant, uh, purpose, and function are very similar mm-hmm. or connected. And the, my purpose being demonstrating those type of um, principles to people who are not necessarily um, familiar with them required mm. me to achieve a higher state of energy and understanding quicker then it would have happened otherwise. Like, I guess if I would have gone on that journey, I wouldn't have had the time or exposure to be in the other places that I needed to be mm. possessing this information. Do you, uh, let's get back to the fracture. Like, you, so you noticed like that it was like you gained access, but that there was an architectural something that happened because it was there, was, was there an entity um, that had a specific name? Like we were, if we were eating peyote mushroom, like mescalito would be, like with Don yeah. Juan, it, was there was there an overarching entity that dimension, or was there more of like different groups of intelligences? There were several. There was there were different um, different levels of, of access. I I have very specific encounters with Hermes. I mean, for what you can share, yeah, of course, because they are sacred trysts. You know what I mean? They, or trust they like they'd be like, and don't repeat this. So. Yeah. Well, <laughs> right. I think for me, what was given to me was more the opposite. Like, oh. go on and 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 speak of this and okay. caution those to the do's and don'ts of the things oh. that you've been able to do. Um, so right. um, there, there was, there's been thoughts, there's been what I also consider extraterrestrial or intergalactic beings. Awesome. I remember I've heard that. in one DMT session, 
an alien came off the wall while I was smoking and I was the more I inhaled started going around the room around the wall and when I was putting the pipe down to close my eyes and go in the journey I put it down and I lift my hand mm-hmm. and it grabbed my hand with his hands and it went boom it's like and I was tangible I was ten- no the because I was seeing it well and I was like yeah. oh my god but I still mm-hmm. have the pipe in my hand in the moment I put it down, we, we held hands. You felt the tactile. I felt the hand. I yeah. saw it. it. It was right close to me. We touched heads with the hand. At the third eye. And I was I was out. Whoa. I was gone into exploring um, lifetimes. Uh, a lot of um, Egyptian, um, the time of the mm. initiates, where the, when the pyramids were painted white. and Before they started misusing the law. Yeah. <laughs> Yes, well, when it was all about um, integrating your your aura and your spiritual um, principles, fundamentals, your spiritual mm-hmm. fundamentals to align with nature and to align with energetic um, ratios, you know, the ratios of energy that were cohesive for, for energy. Har- harmonics. Harmonics. Sorry, and I'm not a musician. No, You're the, the musician, but, that but, is, but that more and more I've, I've found that love is a synonymous term with harmony. With harmony. Yes. And, you know, and it's, yes. I've been more of like a solo note mm-hmm. in this life. So like I'm trying to do better as far as like group bodying. Mm-hmm. Cause I noticed there's two, there's, there's two really solid, ways of approaching cosmology I've noticed, whether it's the East or the West. <clears throat> and I'd like to get your, your thoughts on it. That a lot of the Eastern religions focus on divine mother, the body of God, Nut, the, the, the creation itself, the field. Mm-hmm. And a lot of the, the Western ones from Catholicism and, um, and Judaism have more of a relationship aspect of creator and focusing on the source of creation, the great central sun, mm-hmm. versus trying to merge with the the creation, which I feel is like with Mukti and, and Mahasamadhi level um, uh, be, being the goal of progressive like uh, states of merging, mm-hmm. I feel like that goal is far different. That's why they don't focus on, on a source or a god of any kind is because they're trying to just kind of merge with the fabric of the Divine Mother, yeah. and that's what we would call Buddhahood or, mm-hmm. or whatever. But... It's less. It's less about relationship, though. You're in constant you're communion in and devotion. Yeah. It's like I guess it's an unbroken devotion, mm-hmm. but where you're less of an individualistic creation, like a creator-created dynamic. Yes. You know. Um, I always felt like um, real advancement would be both. You know, trying to be, do both paths at the yeah, same time. Because yeah. it's like. It's this. We are in the X Y axis of mm-hmm. it all. You know, we are a part of the field, and and our bodies are made on the field, and our experiences in the field, mm-hmm. uh, but are essentially our source of consciousness. It's Prakriti. creator. It's it's creator given. You know, the vertical. Yeah. The vertical. So, it's this. The the gift of the human life is essentially being able to access both. Mm-hmm. Uh, most creatures. I don't think are as aware or as uh, connected to this consciousness as a source, mm-hmm. more connected to the feel. As I a get source. the same feeling. Yes. The and animal then kingdom too. And I would say then there's other, was, I don't know how, 
maybe extraterrestrial or intergalactic uh, uh, aspects. Larger tapestry. La larger tapestry beings who are mm -hmm. more connected to creator and less engaged on the experience of the field. Less on the forms of Unless, thought and exactly. creation than they are maintaining. I've, you yes. know, I've when I yes. was reading like some really woo woo stuff. I'm talking level four, level five woo woo stuff here, guys. Uh, it would be like we the Arcturians mm -hmm. uh, with Norma Jovovich, I think her name is, and she was channeling directly into like, dude, their entire society allegedly, mm -hmm. hypothetically, according yeah. to her channelings, of course, has to do with their whole society and conscious waking experience, even though it's multidimensional, is oneness with God. So mm -hmm. whether it's through the arts, whether it's through government, the government structures reflects a desire for a deeper oneness with the creator and that they, as a species, were imprinted, <laughs> again, very, very woo-woo, um, with the knowledge of the creator, whereas we have an amnesiac yes. uh, approach to it. We, we're, our veils are drawn to our, our connection with God. And, or the source or whatever you want to call it. And like that our game is a little bit harder. You know, like there's this more developed. Well, I guess they are the stage of evolution that the human race um, it's participating in. It's more about remembrance of that, of challenge right. remembrance. And they are more about a practical application mm. of, of that, you know. Throughout the galaxy. Throughout the galaxy. They don't have to remember this thing that they already have. They have to use it in different aspects of their society. Um, rather than, you know, I will say we're, we're in kindergarten per se. And yeah. they would be, you know, seniors in high school. Or, or I've read the masters once say it was like, you serve, you serve in the dimension below you, but you learn from the dimension, like those who are in the dimension above you. So we're in the lower dimension, guys. Like, yes. <laughs> we're trying to get out of our playpen right now. <laughs> yes, as a species, but as not, a species, but not uh, yeah, not energetically. When we return um, to our source, I say that we occupy all those dimensions. Oh yeah, simultaneously. Yeah, simultaneously, it's like a multi-dimensional avatar that transforms its energy yes. and densifies it layer by layer Lay, through exactly. each of those thresholds. Yeah. Exactly. But getting to experience that—that's why we come down here so we can exactly. experience a punch to the face, exactly. a mind-splitting orgasm, a delicious food. That was a realization I had on medicine um, that really touched me very deeply, hmm. which was uh, nothing touches. Oh, yeah, the nothing, atoms. Yeah. Nothing touches. So when you experience a reality where nothing touches, mm -hmm. you're so grateful to return into a place where touch is even possible, even though it's illusory because in reality still... You know, it, the fields are separate. The fields are separate. Our <laughs> atoms Thank you, do not touch. Thank you. But they created a, a program mm -hmm. that allows us to receive sensations of touch that I know. no so trippy, right? Really don't exist. Just like pushes little atomic buttons and it creates exactly. uh, a, a, like a tangential reality. And I've but been bodywork for nineteen years, dude, and it's still yeah. like I'm still like, oh wow, that's <laughs> if you flip it, it's not there. If you back engineer it, if you back engineer touch, you land in space. Yeah, it's just light whizzing around at a around. space envelope anyway. Energy frequencies received by re by receptors that codify the information and make you have an experience that is not necessarily yeah. what you're receiving. <laughs> you're receiving energy waves. Yeah. That's uh, so it. It's, it's, it gives, gives you the illusion, you, but it's wonderful. Exactly. It's fantastic. And, it, it, and I think that is the purpose of doing these um, types of medicine and types of um, 
shamanic experiences. It's not to leave the body and to get to know those higher realms of mm. information. It's to appreciate this ones. It's mm. to really want to um, embody th this world. It's like a cornucopia. You know, like there's so many, I was telling Abby about this, is like so many diverse species of animals and plants alone would be alone. So just like, wow, I mean, you go to a planet and imagine like there'd be like 30 species, mm. you know, we have countless and it's still morphing and changing uh, constantly. Um, yeah, dude, I've, I freaking love this place. And I feel like um, the, the intensity, like we're here for the intensity because mm -hmm. bodies provide like the sensation, like pain yeah. or pleasure or whatever. It's um, it's it's incremental, noticeable incremental reliefs, whether it, whether it's a contraction of, of physically in your guts, or it's in your bank account, or it's in you know your these little tiny micro um, contractions, either in a physiological, physical level, your muscles, anything, just to be able to like let go of that is the is the greatest sensation you can pretty much experience on it like we're here to experience the density and then the release of that density and the relief of it absolutely because you can't do that in the higher planes you're already without problems and what happens <laughs> is that we usually are not aware of the accumulations we don't yeah we're not aware when we're gathering these things when we're collecting them mm -hmm. and when they stack and they dent they co-dense so the release and the cessation of release is so much stronger. It's like, oh, my God, I didn't even know this. It's I didn't so even intense. know this was here. Exactly. Because <sighs> you are bliss usually. But it's like you have 90 backpacks on mm -hmm. and you take out five of them. Yeah. I just did, <laughs> it's a, like, oh. I just did a cleanse with uh, a santero that I've been working with. Um, I'm very deep in the Afro-Cuban religion right now. Oh, it's a santeria. Yeah. Like I'm, I'm going complete ignorance here. Yeah, santeria. So, and you have a, a guru in this art? Uh, it's called a padrino. A padrino. padrino it's like yeah. a don. It's a godfather. It's somebody who uh, initiates it's you. Yeah, it's like a father Yeah, a father figure. figure. Yeah, yeah. Like, a, like Don Juan or something like that. Cool. Yeah. So you have a padrino and they, is that where you got your spiritual name from? Or did you from get a that in a, yes. a, in a revelation? It, it's kind of the same. Uh, okay. Well, this is two different branches of it. Santeria uh -huh. is occupied in three different um, sections the Afro-Cuban religion. Okay. One section is Ifa. Ifa. Ifa is the essentially the sect or the cult of Orumila, okay. which is a, a diviner, the divinator who um, knows all things, sees all things, and is able to communicate to you um, through readings. Okay. About your past, your future, your present, and things you should do, not do, experience, not experience, co colors to wear, foods to eat. And discriminative faculties. Yes, it's choice. very much guiding a guiding force. Then there is this the Ocha part, La, La Ocha, which is the through the Orishas. Orumila being one of the Orishas, but a specific to divination. Orishas are mostly um, nature divinities who represent oh. elemental. They're elemental, elemental intelligence. They, exactly. Okay. Who also do readings through divination but not as precise and as concise like almost like the angelic kingdom but more nature forces. exactly okay very nature for mm -hmm. and then there is the ngungun or egun um, sect which is our ancestors your past oh. uh, your dead relatives the the world of the dead uh, and so the okay. combination of those three um Dimensions, dimensions of intelligence yeah. create the afro-cuban santeria so that's their focus is elemental intelligence mm -hmm. 
Divination. Um, and, and do they do specific ceremonies and rituals yes. in order to affect the balances of those yes. forces or to get them to do stuff yes. for you? So a little gray area, possibly. There's, a gray and area. there's possibilities of misuse. Would, yes. Just like you can with your imagination. Yes. Your imagination is magic. And if you think harm on somebody, you think nothing's happening, you'd yes. be incorrect. So We call it, we call it white dark magic. <laughs> white dark Oh, it's got a branding policy. <laughs> Their PR firm <laughs> does, not, <laughs> does not claim or disclaim any that's my potential use. Because it's it, always in the it, hands. It can of the be used. Yeah. Yeah, it's always in the hand of the practitioners. Uh, that's why for me it's so important that the people who want to work with these entities are trained. They are mm-hmm. uh, come from a lineage there. I'm very particular about anybody who I work with. This world has been around my life for, for since the decade, beginning, for oh. a very long time. Oh, okay. And I just chose to start participating in the last three years because I met the right people and the right connections to make this happen. So oh, I don't recommend okay. um, not jump, for everybody jumping. Well, I think. Or you is think it, there's elements that are for everybody, but yes. there's like just like there's like what everyone can learn, and then there's the advanced yes applications. I w- I'm sure. I like would anything. just say. Just pay attention. Pay attention to the the people and how they how they move in order to get your business to get the the integrity of the practitioner that defines the quality of the work. Is it sometimes challenging to discern who has integrity and who does not? Yes, that comes. I guess that comes with your. Is that part of the risk of the yes. path? Well, that's going it depends inner, on the. How well put together you are, I guess that determines how well you can see through the veil of somebody's. That's true. Um, Does and that you can get that in any religion that or in, any spiritual it. path. I got. Well, I don't know where to go. If let me finish the, the Odisha. <laughs> oh, sorry. The Odisha yeah, Odisha. Part okay, yeah, go back. And so I, I've done work here, and in, in, in each of the, of the three sections, I are participating at work. But I just did an ancestral. Um, clearing ancestral ceremony um and man it's a fire ceremony um i can't really go into details but of course when i came out of it energetically speaking about the release i thought i was going to be all dirty and i was going to need to take a shower because of the things that are being used to do the clearing yes and i was like oh my god i'm gonna have to wash myself I felt the cleanest and lightest that I've ever felt in my whole life. It was mm-hmm. like a new, you know, you're driving and your windshield is covered with dead bugs and yep. dirt and all kinds of things, and you don't realize until it's clean. Mm-hmm. They say that you could, you're so close to the windshield that you can't tell it's dirty. Right. Until it's clean, you're like, whoa, look at the scenery. Look at this. I was finally being able to see through very clear and it became um very obvious to me okay as far as my what I, my life became just so light and i was like wow this was beautiful i'll probably do another one that's awesome yeah but as far as having uh, <laughs> different integrities um through practitioners of medicine i had a I got got, you know, uh, through through shamanic um, medicine, plant medicine practitioners that mm-hmm. really touch the right buttons within my personality to deceive me. And um, okay, even though I was doing very good work, even though we were doing some very powerful things, 
at the end of the day, I realized that I was serving an entity that I wasn't. Yes. That didn't have integrity. That did not have integrity. Yeah. That's what I mean. And it could be in the form of a person, yeah. and that person could be unknowingly, I don't know, traditional word would be possessed, and that's kind of cheesy. But you could say just like a large definitely thought form that has influence. its own life yes. uh, that's sustained can definitely influence people and do all the times. That's what, you know, what the heck are they always talking about? Um, the Tom Cruise's people. You know, uh, oh, the yeah, Scientologists. Yeah, they're Scientologists. talking, they call body thetans, yeah, yeah. but they have a different mythology to go like why, what a mm -hmm. entity or a, a thought form is. But yeah, it's, it's hard to like to know who you're working with and know that they have that purity of heart and soul that can definitely affect like your co-creative will. Oh my God. And uh, sometimes it can get you into trouble because the unwinding of that relationship sometimes can cause drama. If money is tied together, yes. projects are tied together, you're friends with a mutual friend, and you know it could get it could get sticky, it right? It could. It almost got very sticky. I was able to, you know, by the grace of my partner, my you know my beautiful, my beautiful lady. She mm. was she. I guess what I want to say is like whatever was touching me and whatever was feeding me to, for me to be able to not see it. Right. She doesn't have those same receptors as you. Like, mm -mm. she had the. Mm -mm she was like, no, I see it right away. Like you, right. you know. So she was never even in doubt of what her integrity told her about the situation, and she was able to slowly, without force, without pushing, without being like, mm, guide me to it. Like, hey, you know. Check this out. Look this isn't for you, man. Look at this. Right. And once I saw it, I was like, okay, I got to get out of here gracefully because I don't want quarrels. I don't want drama. I don't want to have people. In my, and we were doing very powerful, sacred work with, you know, celebrities. And we were working with right. uh, very powerful people in, in situations like that. So right. I was like, okay, I'm going to remove myself from this situation as gracefully as I can and just it's okay it's all love it's all good I can't come I'm not I'm not available I'm not gonna do that uh -huh. I'm not gonna be there and just simply until he got the he got the message yeah and uh okay now I'm so much more careful who I choose to work with um but I'm very grateful the way my padrino my godfather um he just sound his voice his attentiveness his presence is just so mm. much more like I'm here for the work. I don't care about anything else. But yeah. If if you see energy workers or, or spiritual people really focus on fame and presenting themselves as a source of, you know, making deities out of themselves, essentially. Yeah. Uh, that's it. That's a, that's no a master way. calls himself no. a master. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Man, that's, see, you'd think that the risk would be energetic or entity. The reason I'm glad you're on, especially, uh, is to kind of demystify this kind of stuff for uh, our muggle homies that have no reference to spirituality or especially those that are in religions that would fear the communication with or utilization of this kind of intelligence. Uh, because, I mean, we're, we're doing it. We don't realize, if, if you're not aware you're just doing it all the time unconsciously yes. with by what you're paying attention to. The line to. is on at all times. At all times. Yes. Your thought is shifting around energy and there is intelligence, believe it or not. That is generating the what looks like motion or mm -hmm. movement in <laughs> 3 and 4D. So, yeah, your, your wand is the one doing it. Mm -hmm. And it's just like whatever software you want to run, that's 
like with Ed, it's Santeria right now, and I look, I, I can, I can feel the strength. I can feel like it's working for you, mm-hmm. like it's, and that's what you want to do is that divinity spirit is working not only on your behalf but with you mm-hmm. in a way that's, you you know, it's in integrity and it's working well when there's no like side effect. Yes. Right. Or the side effects are are, to me, this the side effect is is your life changing. Mm-hmm. Like, can you change your life? I think a lot of people. You know, not to speak badly about any religion in particular, but sure. you can sit and, you know, thoughts and prayers, but your life doesn't change. You're not changing your life. You know what? I had yeah. I had some, I had a really deep insight about that, actually, because yeah. I had struggled against the, you know, the religion I think that you're quoting yeah. right now because it feels like there's an um, uh, a blurry understanding due to, due to scripture and due to its, its uh, blood-drenched history. Yes. But... Uh, aside from that, like, I don't know if you've read like any of Neville Goddard's stuff or like seen any of his, he was a Christian mystic in like 50s, 60s, 70s. And he would quote scripture and explain like how basically what the Christ is, is your imagination mm-hmm. that God inside of you is your creative workshop of, of thought of imagination. So he's like, whatever is Christ. And he has a noxious way. Like when you are imagining, <laughs> <laughs> no, you are using the very power God uses to create universes, you know, like that kind of thing. thing. And we are, but we don't, you don't get a pamphlet down here and be like, <laughs> you think like you're just supposed to pray to some invisible force and be like, please, 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 can yes. I get it? But like he's saying and he quoted like really obscure stuff. Like you wouldn't like think like the story of like Jacob, mm-hmm. you know, from the Tanakh would, would be a thing. But he's like, it's about like putting on the new, like imagining and from the feeling state of your wish fulfilled. And that's yes. why people have unfulfilled wishes or prayer is because they're praying and going, oh, gee, it's not here, you know, yes. and. And spirit goes, yeah, but it's not there. Yeah. So you well, have to be, feel it like yes. like you own and possess the thing. And it's like, I was like, oh, this is what the damn Bible means. Oh, okay. So readers. That, <laughs> that happens often is that there is, there is the prayer, there is the intention, there is the yeah. feeling. And then they receive the idea. They receive the, the guidance, per se. Mm-hmm. But this structure of their lives kind of prevents them from moving forward to whatever that vision, whatever that guidance was given. Right. So instead of, because it's never given, it's um, it's available. And you have, there's a part you of go you, get it. you have to go get it. You have to make the necessary arrangements in your life, structurally, mm-hmm. practically, to make yourself more available to the opportunity, to the situation, to whatever it is that you're calling in. Yeah. So I think that's where the disconnect happens where, you know, you want to sit there and pray and that's great. But if you, you know, you can sit 30 meters away from the water saying you're thirsty. Mm-hmm. It's right there. And it's over you, there. It's, like it's once just, you see the water exactly. and it, someone goes, oh, that's yours, by the way. Yeah. You just go get it. You just go get it. But there is a uh, this stopgap in we'll call it the metaphysical process. Mm-hmm. If you're using imagination or visualization or thought, they're all kind of the same faculty. Mm-hmm. And like what Neville would be talking about is like if you're if you want like out of the military for example that's how he got out of the military he was supposed to be there they wouldn't sign his discharge papers and he's like what I did was every night I went to bed just before sleep and imagine I'm sleeping in my bed and I would look around and I'd try to smell for the apartment smell that I'm used to and I would feel my covers thinking that they that's were my powerful. covers and then he would without doing any further actions mm-hmm. like so not making even making himself available to it all the doors were already shut to him he stayed in a good mood but he kept doing that visualization process and never affirmed to the contrary he's like i'm getting out of here mm-hmm. 
And then in like weird stuff happens, what we, you know, what muggles yeah. call weird stuff, we call like spirit in motion. Yes. And then the things happen. And then he's like, okay, do you really want to be discharged? Yes, I do. And he was sleeping in his bed like two weeks after the fact yeah. because you have, to, you have to hold this template, but you have to as though it's happening. Yeah, you have to pay attention. You can't be like, man, I really want that girl. I'd love to date her, but I'm not going to go talk to her. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you got to go talk. Why I like pay attention um, so much is because mm -hmm. attention is what's moving energy. Yep. Attention is what's grabbing one set of uh, energetic field and helping it open possibilities for another. It's like the mouse. It's like the cursor on a computer. Exactly. What, what are you clicking on? But what you said about holding yeah. the image consistently and adding um, feeling, adding yeah. smell, adding, adding sensory to it, yeah. you are making your essentially attention bank yep. larger and, and more powerful to really call in that experience. It's, magnet, it's magnetism. You're creating a yes. higher magnet within yourself to align to the situation that that you're desiring it, it's all there is but he had to get up he had to tell the dude that he wanted to leave he yeah. wanted to make sure that they knew that this is what he wants he wanted to make himself available to the situation and consistently keep it in his mind unwaveringly mm -hmm. that's what he was especially he says right before sleep that's the most powerful point of prayer oh, is just as you're about to drop into a, yeah. an altered state mm -hmm. Taking that in with you means like you get eight hours basically to ruminate on that eight hours of creative will toward whatever you imagined last. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. so like I didn't know the last moment of wakefulness was the most important part of the day, but yeah, that, that really demystified for me. Yeah, he's he's kind of awakened like Christianity in me again, where I was just like, oh, I get the mystical path because everyone is like, was, oh, I'm fearful and Jesus oh God, don't get mystic. me. He, he Absolutely, was, he was a yogi. Absolutely, there was no. And and even in our ancestry, yeah, <laughs> in in uh, in the Egun, um, the ancestor part of the Santeria, uh -huh. we open and call uh, on on the Catholic Christians prayers all the time, all right? the time. Yeah, it's, why exclude? All the time. You don't exclude anything. I call on Krishna. I call on no, Buddha. Call, call, all different specialties. Yes, it's all. Yes, you know? exactly. It's different. You know, superhero suits for. It's this, like organs in the body. You know, yeah. it's like in the one body of God. He's mm -hmm. like this one's the liver and this one's the kidneys. It does this function the best. Exactly. It, this one digests. Absolutely. So I, I'm, yeah. I'm very, very glad to um, be experiencing this in a practical way. I feel like mm -hmm. the journey makes people. Um, discourages people because it doesn't feel practical mm -hmm. um and right. and especially because you can energy energy healing, energy work right it seems so like lucid and and no this is very familiar yes this is very change your life type of um, process for me that you could like think your way back to wellness is uh it like when people tell you that stuff, they're like, oh, cool. Am I eating Shrek next? You know, those quests. <laughs> <laughs> but like, that's why I liked Matrix Energetics so much. The style we do in the beginning mm -hmm. is it has a visceral like sensation to it where you can't, uh, there's a lot of energy healing styles where you won't feel any sensations happening. It, it'll make you wonder like, oh, is, is there any, anything happening? Is this person? And more than likely nothing is happening. And they're just waving around something that they have no idea. But you will feel it. You'll feel tingling. You'll feel heat. You'll feel oh, waves yeah. going through you. You'll feel... Like if you're praying really well, you should feel after you release whatever you're saying, a response. Yes. You'll feel like a tingling response coming down through the cracks of your skull. Definitely. That's Absolutely. when you know you you really got, you know, dad's attention. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Um, I 
that was something that captivated me when we started um, all those decades ago, or at least a good a yeah. good chunk, a good uh, decade ago, is that I could feel it. I could sense the the shift. And when I also when I would do the energy work on somebody, I could feel parts of them. I can intuitively know what that person the mm-hmm. energy needed to where it needed yeah. to go and how it needed to disperse and what the channel for release was. Um, but nowadays, man, I don't know if you've seen the TikTok stuff where the girls are the, doing Kundalini awakening and it uh, just looks like a theater. These girls are pulling strings. Yeah. On one another I saw that on just, goop, you know, a little uh, thing they, they were doing like an energy no, sexual know. workshop uh, and yeah, shit like oh that. And God. I'm like, they could be doing real stuff, but it's like hamming it up and coming on camera. Exactly. It's just like... And by doing like they're lifting just, each other's little pelvis with this string and it's just, it's so clearly not what it nah, should be. <laughs> not at all, dude. It's uh, like so it, some I think little drama. things like that just turns people off for real quality. Yeah, it looks cokey. It, it just, it, exactly. They'd be like, I need a car. And they're like, and then I did a spiritual process. And then I had a car in five days. Exactly. And you're like, that's the shit we're talking about here, people. <laughs> you could pay your bills. God wants you to help pay your bills. Yes. You have to know how to ask and you have to know how to receive or the blessings outside your door and you never open the door and, you know, package isn't delivered. Yeah. Put, put yourself in a position, um, be happy, because you'll be happy when you receive your blessing. That's something you gotta that match it. My my lady has has taught me a lot. Is that I've been always been very serious in a way. Not serious, but my my you? yeah my joke level, my my goof level. It wasn't never really. Um, it's when I moved. I think when I was a child, I was really happy. Um, and also depending on the environment, when I'm with music, when I'm with friends, mm-hmm. but as a general state of myself, I'm always, I have a baseline. That's, Got a neutral line. Yeah, have a neutral line. Mm-hmm. And my girl just likes to laugh. She's goofy making jokes. So I wakes up happy. I've never been with a human being that wakes up happy every morning. I and do too, dude. It's so it's weird. A, it's the weirdest thing. So I'm just like, wow, this is really, this is really good. But for, it's great weird. It's, it's great weird. Um, <laughs> it reminds me of like how far I got to go too. Yes, I'm just like, exactly. oh, and I'm not happy yet. <laughs> She's there. It's, ta- it's taught me, it's taught me a lot about really just laughing and not taking things seriously and um, using that powerful energy, which is life, which also we don't really have in the, in any other dimensions of mm. uh, experience. You know, there's no, ha, 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 ha. You know, we, we don't. Yeah, except for God's joke. God's, yes. But it's a joy. It's an experience, right? It's not yeah. necessarily a... When God is being a a Boston Red Sox fan and he's getting punched in the mouth by a Chicago White Sox fan, God's loving that. <laughs> and he's taking that one back to his scrapbook, you know? He's down here to experience some car crashes, you know? It's all- and that's just part of the tapestry for now. It mm-hmm. won't be forever. You know, I'm more optimistic. Are you more optimistic, even though it looks like the world's spinning out? I'm like, I can feel it kind of twinning and like the one world, like the world of density is going into its dense, like going into its roller coaster phases. Yes. And those that are picking expansion and the spiritual life is creating this nice nest of, of well-being and things working out despite the evidence mm-hmm. to the contrary. Yes. I'm still opti- I'm optimistic, even for those that chose density. I mean, I give them my blessings and I go, oh, dude, I like that's balls. That's such balls for a soul to pick, like mm-hmm. running face first into the brick wall. Yes. As opposed to like, we're going to, oh, we're going to levitate over it for the first time in lifetimes. Yay, let's go this way, you know, to pick to pick the, the meat grinder. Mm-hmm. 
And uh, it's just so brave, I think, dude. And at the same time, it's just like, yikes. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think optimistic. It's, I am optimistic of the possibilities to not participate in the collapse. Um, right. I, I, I do know that as a fact. I do feel the, that the reality is that we can be so self-aware of our energy and our purpose and our destiny to be in a different space where their collapse doesn't necessarily mean uh, ours. Right, um, yeah. But for theirs, oh, it's going down. <laughs> dude, that <laughs> ice cream sundae is melting, it's going dude. Down. Oh, my God, that looks um, ridiculous. And it's, uh, it, my only surprise is that it's happening a lot faster than I thought it was going to happen. Really? Uh, I thought it was taking forever, dude. I thought Forever. I had more time. Ever. I, I thought, thought it was when 9-11 busted out. No, we just wanted to spy on all the Americans yes. and like blow up everybody in the Middle East and steal their oil. Second one was the financial collapse. This is yes. like, here we are, 2008. Finally, the dollar's going to have to be pegged to gold. Yes. Our dollar be worth something. These bankers are going to finally go to jail. Oh, no, wait, they're not? Oh, okay, cool. And then we had COVID. Everyone was locked down. It's like, oh, you, you're on timeout. You're in, your house is in ashram yeah. now. You got to deal with your shit. And that has been one of the biggest spiritual man. contributors. I always feel like everything they it do was, backfires. Awesome. Everything they do backfires. Everything it's happening try, now. Every, it's happening. They run out of moves. They run out of moves, and it becomes so clear. We're talking about the Death Eaters, by the yes. way, guys. It becomes so obvious what they're trying to do. Yeah. Um, that even people who normally wouldn't question it they're like <laughs> the, the, the level of common sense that they're trying to ignore right now right it's too much and i think people are very much like okay this isn't this isn't right this ain't it and it's driving people to a more energetically spiritual uh, or or basic counterculture um spaces which it needs people like yourself and, and I and what you're doing, yeah. To to hold a, a very structural, practical space for them to come, something inviting and fun. I exactly. think exactly inviting. That's and a fun, better game, but also that's not filled with fluff because this is people that have been very it has to be useful. It has to be useful. This is people that have been so attached to the grind. They've been in the in, in the meat grinder. They're and like believing said, authority figures, believe dude. Authority figures. Maynard told us edges. Exactly. They do not trust hard work and da, 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 da. and yeah. so if you don't, if you can't welcome them into an open range field where everything's great. You do whatever. You no, yeah. there has to be. Let's start you in a process. Let's get you in. Yep. in Did you know your mind's creating your reality? Exactly. <gasps> step one. Step and your one. words do too. Exactly. <gasps> uh oh. <laughs> Whoops. Exactly. And there's a whole range of, of um, spiritual practices yeah. that are practical. Easy. That, that can help even if, you. Even if you just want to be hot, do yoga. Exactly. If you just want, you know, just, you know, I want people to compliment you on your juicy pants and look at your ass and, you know, look dispassionate while you flick through your phone mm -hmm. during Shavasana or whatever. That's fine. It'll plant a seed for exactly. you. It, it, <laughs> to overcome your ego eventually eventually and that's what i feel about all the things backfiring it's like every little thing they, oh, try, man. they try to push for anything they try to push for there is also like yeah it, it creates nah. some, it creates something else <laughs> it's it creates, all i hear no nah. they try to separate people during covid 
separate people. They tried. And what happened? People are craving groups and they're craving friendships and they're craving relationships and they're craving freedom. intimacy. They're, crea- they're craving freedom. Even people that before didn't necessarily, you know, that took it for granted mm-hmm. now are like, it's important. A lot of people, a lot of people die, created grief. You know what yeah. also created? Appreciation for life. Yeah. It created a lot of people who weren't appreciative of what they had. Mm-hmm. Now very grateful. So I just feel it's, even though there is the collapse happening, there's also the the backwards where it's guiding people the right direction. Dude, it was only two years ago. I still remember them being like, you can't walk on the beach. And even then I knew, like, I'd never, I was never afraid of this stuff. Dude, I was wiping down surfaces for a year because my boss was like, oh, dude, uh, the viruses stick to surfaces. And I was like, well, then it'd be the first fucking virus in the history of medicine for it to sit. It survived in the air. Like even AIDS needed to be transmitted a specific yeah. way. Survived in the air for 30 days. And if you don't wipe it with Lysol wipes, then uh, no offense to you, Lysol wipes, you know, yeah. you're, you're a good company. But <laughs> they made billions on a myth. Exactly. And, and the t- smartest people, the smartest, this smartest people they got the smartest they said you gotta wipe it down you gotta wipe it down they know these things yeah and it was just one i i wrote down like so many things that like that would get you like canceled i guess or like especially like censored on like different forms of media i was able to write down like over 10 different covid theories that were uh true that were considered like fake yes conspiracies that turned out to be true yeah, that turned out to be true. No apology, no, no reparation no, no. for suppressing no. truth or or even having an open discussion. That's when I get suspicious, dude. When people are shutting down like the discussion, right? If you're crazy and you have a crazy take, it'll be found out during the debate. Yes. If you're correct, if you're right, and this is you just put this on a fucking t-shirt. If you're right, you shouldn't fear debate. No. If you're right, you shouldn't fear any voice coming up to you. You'd be able to shoot it down like, duh, of course, that's not true because yes. da da da. If you silence their microphone, that's when I get really fucking suspicious yeah. of the people talking. Yeah, I'm not suspicious. I stopped oh, being man. suspicious a long time ago. I am completely convinced. Okay, yeah. Thoroughly. I'm talking on your behalf. Yeah. I also know yeah. death theaters are running this <laughs> <Yeah>. game. <laughs> I got in debt to rights since out know, since the sixth. <laughs> you know, since I become aware. I remember. Oh my God! Dude. I remember before I even got into any of this. I don't know how controversial we can get. You can get as controversial as you fucking please, my yes, friend. I was sitting <laughs> in my grandma's house in Venezuela in 2001. Yeah. And I saw the planes, and I said immediately, "Wow, they did this to themselves. They did it. If uh. they did this to themselves, they're willing to do anything. They are willing to do anything." For what they, for the power for the purposes, that they yeah. seek, for the power that they that they want to to gain, mm-hmm. they are willing to burn it down. I know a conspiracy you're thinking about, and I too yeah. was like, oh, thermite, how interesting. Oh, all the rubble's gone in two days. How interesting that yeah. big occasion. No, you know, it was just. Yeah. It depends on what level of a thinker you are, and if you feel like the governments of the world are representative of the will of their people, and they have altruistic. Uh, Intentions. Intentions yeah. for on behalf of their countrymen and the resources that they enjoy. There might be five Dude, countries. You in need the world. to stop taking bath salts yeah. because that is not how the world there works. There might be five of them. 
maybe there's there's five, maybe there's five ten. People. No one listening to this podcast yeah. would probably ever think about no, that. I, I, yeah. Oh, the, I are mean, you talking it, like the Swedes? No, like who's who's maybe, not? Is that, maybe Norway. <laughs> they're so old. They're like we already fought country, our battles. Yeah. Some somebody like Austria just eliminated all COVID regulations and the mandatory vaccines. They Austria, just, man, they're yeah, amazing. They're they not Switzerland. Decided. Um, so there are a couple where you know what they're you unique. don't want to enslave our citizens. I think that's all right, but you know, as far as the world, Dude, world global. I've had a know. problem with democracy for a while, man, <laughs> and here's why. You know, when people go like, you know, uh, she's Nancy Pelosi's a good leader, or Mitch McConnell's a good leader, you know. Dude, fuck leaders. Leaders are the problem. Of people course. that think they know either moralistically, academically, or, dude. Even the best medical experts in the last year's show, they don't know what the fuck they're doing or know what they're talking about. And or neither do your politicians. Or they're, or they're completely bought and sold yes. by the companies yes. that run everything, right? But if someone's like, oh, they're a leader, dude, get rid of them. Yeah. I want, and I'll say this really slowly for everybody to get it, representatives because we're in a republic yeah. and the fucking person isn't supposed to tell you no. what you need to do. You're supposed to tell their ass like a waitress goes, oh, 86 the onions? And you go, yes, 86 the onions. And they go back and they come out with your plate and there's no fucking onions on it. Yeah. They don't go back to the kitchen and say, you know what, uh, I disagree with the electorate mm -hmm. at my table and I'm going to put some onions on that you know, thing because that's what's good for them. Yeah. No, that's not what a representative democracy is. Yeah. Representative democracy doesn't have leaders. They have order takers. Yes. You take orders from us, and then you translate our will, even if it's ignorant, yeah. even if it's backward, into political action. That's yes. what. And more than like it, that is more often than not, it isn't. More often than not, the people in the area of where they Dude. live know what they want to. Dude, what their laws to be, what their policies to be. Even in Europe, they don't have that. Even in Europe, people with bigger PhDs go, yes. no, no, we went with this decision because yeah. this is where the, we need to go. Yo, fuck that, dude. Yeah. Like, fuck Klaus Schwab, fuck the oh WHO. All those people that are telling you what you need to do and you have no input or say on the systems, those people are all criminals. They're actually anathema to representative democracy yes. and republics because they're the ones giving the orders. And I didn't elect these motherfuckers. I feel like... I try to go real um, Dude. practical when I think about them because I I have to. Well, they gotta stay, dress up. Yeah, I, I have to stay <laughs> in the goal that it backfires. I have to keep that in mind because it has to. We have to go so far away from the middle in one direction that it simply makes the only right choice is to get rid of it. Yeah. Like it, and so. I believe that localized um, representation, localized mm -hmm. government, localized, it's the, the, the best thing you can do because Absolutely. the people are different in different sections. People need to have immediate, able to, to change the policies and to change um, whatever programs they need to serve their community. Mm -hmm. What we need here is not what people in Colorado need. It's not what people in Arizona right. need. So when you create this overboard you know, countrywide policies, they're not going to work. But again, this is all game theory. This is all to create chaos. This is all to make people yeah. um, unsettled. Because when you're unsettled, when you don't know where your next meal is going to be, when you are afraid of X or Y, you don't have time to better yourself. 
you don't have time to, to better your life, you don't have time to connect with a source of divinity within yourself and a source of um, empowerment within yourself, mm -hmm. you're way too worried about how the walls are collapsing around you. Yeah, e survival Even needs. if they're not, even if they're not collapsing around you, just the idea, the feeling of, of that um, environment does not allow you to thrive within yourself until you get to a point where that is internal structure is so strong that you don't, who gives a shit about the walls? doesn't matter what's going yeah, on in that country. Care. Yeah, yeah, yeah. there's many yogis that yeah. were raised out of India, out of the poverty, um, out of, um, you know, British colonial rule. And we just have a different kind of colonial rule now. Now it's yeah. extremely rich, yeah. international motherfreakers that get together at resorts in the middle of the mountains and think that they're deciding the destiny for all of us. And we should collectively tell them to kiss our fucking asses and that we rule our own destiny through our own senses of divinity. And that they have no sway, no say, and definitely don't have access to our pocketbooks and aren't going to tell us what to do with our pocketbooks. So that's just my little fucking like anti <laughs> anti fascism rant, you know, comes in many forms, especially people like, oh, I've come to, you know, this is a great idea for you. <laughs> like, uh, yeah, Holmes, no purchase. Go fuck yourself. Get your foot out of my doorway before I stomp it out. Um, <laughs> on the governmental note, yes. I think we could go through the seven rays real quick and uh, quick lightning topics and just get your quick takes on them. Roe v. and Wade uh, being overturned today by the go governmental topic, the Supreme Court smashing apart OV, uh, Roe v. Wade and leaving it in the hands of the states. From um, the metaphysical perspective. From the meta creating chaos. chaos. It's all about creating chaos. Yeah. It's all about creating uh, distraction also. Um, they want to drive women crazy. Exactly. And also, yeah. if that's happening publicly, yeah. whatever's happening privately, mm -hmm. it's 10 it's times worse. absolutely chaos, it's dude. Ten, it's For them to pull this move at this point? Yeah, it's, on per it's all, also, it's all handed down. Some, there was a small little room with a bunch of people that said, let's light up some shit on fire and let's get yeah. them rattled up. But In all fairness, like the Republicans have been angling for this for like 50 years because they really think, dude, they're killing babies. And it's tough, too. So they've it's, had to sit by and watch that for like 50 years of, in their minds, yes. they're like, these are these are human beings that you're destroying as exactly. opposed to you and, know, fetuses and or whatever. I, I think that's really, that's really important to acknowledge is that it timing. had so much emotional charge. If people really believe that, you know, sometimes I feel like it's just about the people themselves... I guess there's a difference between what the public wants because they mm -hmm. feel a certain way yep. and what the politicians understand that doing this is going to create. Oh, yeah. There's always so a the, reason within the reason, exactly. right? The reason oh, within the course. reason is it's one It's thing. never the actual reason it's that they're saying the actual, that it is. But the fact that they yeah. do believe that having abortions, especially first trimester abortions, are yeah. somehow murder, it lets me know that, again, you don't have a spiritual practice. I, I was compromising on that level, dude. Like, they they were legal. The Democrats were legalizing killing a newborn baby seven days after it's out oh, of a womb. Okay, that's, murder. that's murder. That's murder, my guy. That's murder. <laughs> that's I murder. didn't even know that was a Cut thing. Cut and dry. Yeah, the, I didn't know it was a thing until, like, I, I think, a week ago I found out. And I was like, I thought it was a joke when they told me. And I, and I think that's... A dream of chrome is getting yeah. expensive. Not to get too nuts on it. It is absolutely chaos. <laughs> chaos warfare, mm -hmm. game theory. Just ramping it up just another level. It up. They know it's murder. They know it's going to get people rattled up. They know and that they know it's going to set up. Like historically, they know also that crazy people 
very close to this subject, and there's millions of people that are very close to this topic on either side of the fence, dude, they're they're going to create chaos in the life of those Supreme Court yes, justices. Absolutely. They they absolutely. they thought like, oh, I'm going to just do that, and then everyone's just going to be like, yeah, oh well. Which is a matter of fact, the <laughs> best like, thing you could possibly crazy. do. Yeah, it, it's, and just, you're welcome. <laughs> if you can, Oops. you can do two things to make God, this scary. Make this go well. Mm-hmm. Don't do anything. Yep. Don't do anything.'t participate. Who gives a shit if you need yeah. if you need one, go go where the one is. If, if you, you wanted don't, for murder don't, don't in the exactly. state you just left. Yeah, prevent you know no chaos there. Be practical. Don't get fucking pregnant if you want to get a vasectomy. I have one. The pill you know, is do, a miracle. Do whatever you need to do, but don't <laughs> participate the in the chaos. Or two, right. create so much union mm. within like both that. parties that we both agree. Like find a middle ground between all people and say, you know what? We are going to figure it out. Both political parties are saying the same. Like their go-to problem is like Republicans hate abortion and Democrats hate guns. And they've each had to deal with an, an event that plays to the, their base's biggest prejudices, biggest fears. Yeah. And, um, and both are going to somehow, it's, it's, it's all as always going to work itself out. In this reality, is a project democracy. In reality, Democrats own guns and Republicans are getting abortions. That's what's really going in on. In the end. Way. At the end of the day, that's yeah. what's really going on. But and we, both sides are full of shit. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, that's, yes, yes. you need to put the staple on that. Education. You have a son. Is he required to wear a mask in school? I homeschool. You homeschool? Yeah. Awesome, man. I don't fuck around with that. When I say, but, well, you know, Goodbye. when I, I say I don't engage, I yeah. don't engage. You don't engage. I don't uh, engage. Do you have a system of home learning that you would recommend to parents that are listening to this? Um, the school that we participate in mm-hmm. is uh, uh, California Academy, I believe is the name. And they're amazing. It's so much better um, academically than regular school. Wow. Uh, my son's level of learning, I would say, is twice as high as the... Twice. As the regular school. As American school. So then it'd be like European level because they'd be twice as advanced. <laughs> <laughs> they, they, oh, Rockefellers, why did you make us so dumb? Yes. Uh, so the, yeah. the, you get to spend time with your kids. They don't mm-hmm. get indoctrinized in, in whatever it is that right. the, the, the agenda is. And it's asinine. It's just, to, to me, it's so much better. And it's, it's like just teach, dude. The level of home, even traditional mothers that I've run into that have their kids in school have turned to homeschooling because I yeah. feel like a lot of people, what in whatever side of the aisle you're on, yeah, you're starting to realize that they're they're coming for the kids. Public schools have like failed pretty bad, dude. Pretty and I mean, and I I remember it's so weird that they'd have like teach critical waste theory because the only books I read in high school, dude, was like One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest or I Know Why the Cage Bird Sings by Maya Angelou mm-hmm. or reading Chinua Achebe's work, like. The entire curriculum was inundated with like black authors and and their experiences in the South. Or so I had a pretty good, you know, and it lets you know like crazy like white kids if they're left on an island, you'll we'll all kill each other, you know, Lord of the Flies. <laughs> so like the books they were introducing were already culturally relevant and and going. I just I just don't know why there's such a, a a pressing need to like try to impress children's minds about certain cultures or even small subcultures. Like, they're going to live in the country. They're going to get exposed to it eventually. Why is that part of the curriculum? You know, I'm sure there's people that's smarter than me that are that has the answer to that. But I, I just think it's it's fucking ridiculous. 
stupid. Kids can't barely do arithmetic anymore. and <laughs> They're not going to understand. Yeah. Well, uh, honestly, I break Bring the it arts down, programs back, baby. Break it down to, yes. I think, again, chaos, game theory, creating. They're issues. swelling up the, the They're pot. Just, exactly. They're adding everything they can um, create outrage. Uh, and also, the children are not going to understand political agendas at all the, the, they don't understand a, a anything zero and so it, it again in college of course uh, and high school his, and college you're gonna yeah, find high school, school. history is very important right i okay i stopped going to school in venezuela when i was 14 mm-hmm. i had to sign a waiver that i would be responsible for not going to school and that that was illegal i was like i'm done with this i i can't mm. this is ridiculous I, my mind has always been you're younger than I, me, so I did guess. you have the internet at school um, before I did? Barely, barely. I didn't really didn't, have this. N- oh, my God. No, I, I think I got a computer around it, that age, 13, 14. Mm-hmm. Um, but before that, no. And when I came to the U.S., mm-hmm. without speaking the language, my first semester in high school, I was on a roll. Mm. Because it was so basic, so right. simple, yeah. so designed to not make you think. And my education was critical thinking based. They right. want you to think, to absorb information, and put it in your own words. And here was copy and paste. This was yeah. copy and paste education. So, yep. Uh, and now it's like whatever, copy and paste things that don't make sense. At least before they made a little bit of sense. Now they, don't. they, they don't. care about the like cultural like influences as opposed to like the actual nuts and bolts of like what they're exactly what they're educating yeah it feels different i feel like we had more engineers we had like we were doing better with the old system like than common core because common core just you're trying to reverse engineer problems when you're five to ten years old that you don't understand any of the reference to and you're trying to (laughs) you're trying to use logic at the age of 10 yeah there's a reason it's introduced in middle school and high school. It's because okay. your brain is functioning on a different level and different that's parts of your brain are still growing. A good, um, I think it's making kids dumber, dude. It, it does. It confuses in a way. them. It just confuses them. I've experienced it going in through. We had to do some math, and then they start doing things. I was like, no, no, no. This doesn't make any sense. Mm. And so that's the good thing about homeschooling. I can show him the protocol of figuring out these things in a way that it makes sense. So we don't have to do it your way to arrive at the right answer. To get the right answer. Yeah, I so even like the Hindu math where they're like, exactly. you just go do, 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 and it's done. They're the best. Yeah. Study Hindu math if you <laughs> want to like chop through all of the bullshit, yes. and, <laughs> ladies and, and gentlemen, and, and your arithmetic work and Chinese work. Yeah. Exactly. Um, the economy, uh, as far as topic, kicking ass. Are you a Joe Biden guy? Or are you a let's go Brandon guy? Uh just like I'm, ignore I'm the president in general. I'm nobody's guy. Um, You're nobody's guy. Yeah, that's it's, awesome. It's Sleepy Joe. It's clearly <laughs> Sleepy Joe. <laughs> he, he's clearly not qualified to do oh, any well. of this. But at the same time, you he's can tell that he's not. He's not running. He's not running the, he's game. Not running the yeah. game. Yeah. The thing with at least before, like I said, with Bush, we knew that he but wasn't was qualified. Yeah. But we knew who was running. We knew Dick was running. We know Dick. We was know Kamala running. isn't running. She, she's too Kamala high. Kamala isn't running. Like, is she on just pure thirty-eight percent indicas? Or uh, like, she's she is gone. Who knows dude. what she's on? But we don't know who's running it. That's the. This is the part. Who was Who was Joe Biden's uh, biggest contributor? 
That's that's a good that's a good question. I can't just look at the it. voting record and what just bills he signed. Which follow one? Follow the money always and see what's up. See, they are waiters. They're just not for us. They can pretend for us to be like, yeah, yeah, sweetheart. Let me go back in the kitchen and look for something. They're putting in the order of the booth next to you, yes. filled with Goldman Sachs and military industrial complex, yes. and they, they don't give a shit so about you. So somehow they infiltrated the biggest power position in the world, and mm-hmm. I think that's why I'm not a Trump guy. But I definitely know that Trump is his own man. And that no, he, we were making more money. And that we were making more money. And also, this guy is so guy. much more of a personality and so much more of his, his own. He's mm-hmm. already established within himself that he wasn't going to... He didn't care, dude. He didn't care at all. He didn't care at all. And I loved it. I loved that. I thought he was wrong more than half the time. But I love that he didn't care. I love that he had his own opinion, and I love that... He wasn't bought by anybody. He wasn't bought. They tried and to keep saying it was Russians and shit, but I was like, dude. No, 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 no. I, no, I, don't, I don't buy it, and man. That, this is not the kind of guy that takes orders from people. From anybody. Yeah. Anybody. He used the, to give orders to he, presidents. Like he, is, he, he, <laughs> he's the fire guy. He told Hillary, he's like, I used to bribe you to do what I want to do. Yes, he's a, you're a fire guy. He's not yeah. taking orders. But with Joe... <laughs> It's like, what the fuck is going on? Like, they really... It, Do you I have think cocaine in his coffee, I, maybe? I've always I wondered. It's just totally disrespectful mm-hmm. to the public right. to put this man in there. It's like they're so blunt. I always felt they had a theory called hide the truth in the open. And that they, they truthfully tell you what they're going to do, but they hide it in a way that you are not going to yeah, believe yeah. that they're really telling you what you're going like to do. like slick advertising. Exactly. Kind of like the movies and they put a movie out yep. where you're like, isn't that what's happening right now? Mm-hmm. And they, and the fact that they're putting Joe out there who's clearly collapsing. He cannot, had two brain surgeries. He, he cannot you know get that? through a sentence. And they, and they want you to think that this guy's running the show. It's like, it's so insulting. It's like everyone, that's everyone, even in the news media, they're at the same point. I mean, you saw like him go on TV, just trying to have a conversation with like Jimmy Kimmel. And Kimmel was like, oh no, like this guy's short circuiting. So robot, he's on drugs or some, or something. He's going to collapse. Hopefully not publicly. No, because Kamala is faded, dude. She went from being a sharp, like political, like, uh, like prosecutor like you got to be really sharp to be like i don't know man <laughs> like she's leaning on the podium like that black male. like she's just chilling enjoying her best life on air force two mm-hmm. and not giving a shit but like yeah no nancy's not running it kind of to me it's just two corporations the democrats are a corporation yeah. and the republicans are a corporation and they don't actually have what you call representatives because they don't represent you they have Congresswomen and congresswomen that they hire as lawyers within their with their own, own volunteer they volunteer I'm a, I'm a Democrat or I'm a Republican not knowing they're part of Google or Apple now mm-hmm. and uh, and when they get into Congress they spend sixty five percent of their time on the phone raising money for the corporation that they call a party mm-hmm. but it's just a corporation they work for them not you you get that right because yes. you just you focus on the voting record, and 80 to 85% of the time, they vote with the corporation and not what's good for and you. And to go even deeper, they're the same corporation. They are, dude. They, it's like saying just, the AFC and the NFC. Exactly. It's the NFL, it's the dude. the same corporation. And yeah. they just want to The power sure brokerage firms. That yeah. you stay in the game. That you stay They're maintaining in the, the game. illusion that you exactly. have a representative exactly. democracy. Exactly. They're saying, Nancy Pelosi, she represents uh, San Francisco. 
they're doing great right now, yeah. by the way. And they're leaving like severed pig heads and like blood on her friggin' apartment. They're so thrilled with what they call leadership when she's giving no representation. Mitch yeah. McConnell, also a toad, yeah. also an absolute like corporate cuck of a man. Mm-hmm. And he, he was, uh, he'll just basically do whatever from, <laughs> for money and yeah. to maintain his illusionary th- uh, power. I love it. And it's there's, hilarious. There's, man, I'm just, I'm waiting for the solution. I'm waiting for the light workers to take over. I'm waiting for messengers of God to take over in all of those departments, and they're awfully quiet at the moment, but maybe it's because they're busy shooting themselves in the foot. Like, it's obvious they don't represent us at this point. Yes, it's obvious. And then they're telling us what to do at the same time? Mm, that's rough. Sharpening my pitchfork, dude. So, <laughs> I think a lot of people ask why gun shows have sold out for the last 14 years. Yeah. Buckle up, kids. We're going to have representative democracy yet. Uh, let me see. Are you inspired by the world of art right now and what you've been exposed to? Art. Um, mm-hmm. I can't say that I'm very involved in the current arts. Okay. I find that there might be, um, there's a couple of, of people that are, you know, pushing the envelope. I thought like Alex Gray level. Yeah. You know, people that are really exploring consciousness and art. Um, I feel the, I think the voice of our generation is Kendrick Lamar. Oh, you think it's Kendrick? Yeah. Okay. I think, I don't know if you heard the, the new album. I uh, haven't, man. It's, I've been out of the loop for a long time. It just came out, um, I don't know, just a couple of weeks ago. Okay. Maybe three weeks ago. It's fire. And it's, it's fire because it's real, man. It's like somebody really talking about trauma. We need that talking uncle about, yeah. vibe. That uncle just tells you everything that yeah, you shouldn't he, know. Well, he's he's it's felt like a mental health hmm. um, rap album where he's oh. really being genuine about what we believe is important as a society and why it isn't, mm-hmm. and what it really is important and how come we're not paying attention to it. Mm-hmm. There was a very much a, a a person who you know in a world where you know sex, drugs, and money are glorified. He's saying. You know, I know you wish you had a family. I know you care about, you know, how you how people perceive you. I, you mm. know, there were very um, intimate um, themes that were explored that people are usually try to reject in uh, art and especially in okay. music, um, mm. popular music. So that's that's one thing. Um, but besides that, I I can say I'm the most educated in in what's going on. Okay. Right now. All right. Uh, science. You saw that recently, probably that the government is hinting at like all the footage that they have of UFOs. They're finally letting people know that that extraterrestrials are real. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Even though they're not disclosing like their knowledge of it, their relationship to it, they're finally just giving the giving us a little appetizer with this um, this footage and congressional stuff. Yes. You excited about that? Uh, no. I think no. that... <laughs> You're waiting for first contact. It's like, I won't care till they drop. No, well, I've... Come I've, on down. I've seen him. I've, I have many sightings, personally. Have um, you? Yeah, many. Actual, like, ships, like, physicalized? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Physically appear, disappear, turn Ooh. into... Come from one ball and disperse, get, get into one big again. Wow. Move. I've, I have, I've been blessed to have a lot of, of encounters from as a child. Not as a child, but as a teenager and uh-huh. beyond. Um in the Amazon. Does Venezuela have a lot of extraterrestrial activity yes. usually? Mm-hmm. 
That's awesome. Yeah. And I've seen Got him all the there. Oil I've seen him teams. here. Um, I've mm-hmm. seen, I've, I've just seen them. And I can also, the reason why I'm not so excited is because I've always known that they're going to fake uh, alien invasion. Yeah, they got the tech, dude. They got I mean, the Bob tech. Lazar's, he, they, he started his interview on you. Joe's Those podcast. were all confirmations, but I've always known that the, yeah. they, that's the only, it's just like when you know what the goal is, you are, you can focus in the potential um, avenues that they're going to use. to get. Of to course, because the they're going to use little intentions for exactly, large things. Exactly. Yeah. So the, their goal is control, control of society, unquestionable power, um, ownership of resources and supervise um, population. That's the goal. The goal is to keep you healthy enough to work healthy enough to live, but not um, thriving enough to become in power independent. Mm-hmm. No independence. That's the goal. So when you look at that, then you can start looking at the avenues. A the pandemic can be an avenue. A right. uh, galactic war could be an avenue. A mm-hmm. lack of education can be an avenue. Uh, ending of cash society could be an avenue. They start hitting you from yeah. all the different sides. Cash is king. Minerals are king. Gold is king. Mm-hmm. It, like, let's end the crypto thing. Let's t- let's bring. It I to was the wondering group. that took that that took ten more years. Amechi could have made me hundreds of millions of dollars. You know that would have gone. With yeah, because he's like, yeah, man. I was just like, there's no way. There's no way that the banking cabal is going to allow an alternate like currency to exist. And they did. Well, they did for long enough for you to be able to. And then they then they try to control it. They kept it. I think they kept it as an experiment, but at the same time, I was just like, dude, I could have gotten in and out with a lot ago. To to retrieve um, data. They retrieved a lot of data from it. They They, did. They did. So it's when when you are aware of, I get the goal, then all the avenues make sense. Right. Um, Mandatory vaccinations. Why? Because we want you to obey, oh. motherfuckers. That was one on my list of uh, of COVID theories that were true. They said there would not be. Uh, I'm going to quote our president. There would not be any mandates of experimental yes. uh, vaccines. Yes. Emphasis on experimental. You no, know, I had to end. And the they did. Oh, they did. They did right away. In the first two weeks of the pandemic, yeah. two weeks. Yeah. I was on the phone with a friend of mine who works at UCSD, and I told her step by step how it was going to go yep. and where it was going to go and how yep. it was going to happen. Mm-hmm. And I told her they were going to come for the kids. They were going to, and she was like, no way. There's no way that this is going to happen. It's only going to be two weeks. Don't worry about it. It's like, listen to me in this amount of time, this amount of they're time. coming for your kids. Yep. They're going to do it. No, 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 no. We haven't spoken since. Right. And I was like, I want to come back <laughs> at some point. I think I already did, but I, I sent the message and I never responded. Uh, like, hey, I told you. I told you they were coming. It is the worst. I, I told you yes, so in the, the history. It is the worst. And we're just just starting to unpack that present, yes, dude. Yes. But I think just I am glad it's going to be awful. It became so obvious, though. Again, it always backfires. And I love it. This is what I love about God and spirit. And it's and kind divine. of a joke. It's, it's like he's, joke. they pull on that rug exactly. at the last second, because dude, just as like, they're cheersing each other with champagne. They're try- this them. is how I call it. I call it um, organized demolition. They want to control demolition. They know that it's 
gonna collapse of anything that's good. Yes. <laughs> they they know that this society, that this structure that they created is collapsing. Parts of it. So yeah. they're trying to do it, organize so they can come out on top. And God, Spirit keeps yeah. saying, "No, that's mm-hmm. not gonna happen. You're gonna have to lay on your bed." And they pull another one, and they pull another one, and they pull any backfires, any backfires, any backfires. And they're getting shown. Like, and they should have never given us the internet. When in, in a parallel reality, where I ended up becoming a Sith Lord piece of shit that works for Goldman mm-hmm. and ends up in these triumvirates of like puppeteering humanity through, you know, societies and fucking, uh, you know, a bunch of them. Yeah, you know, the Rockefellers or the uh, Bilderberg Group just had a meeting recently. Mm-hmm. You know, just basically pulling the strings and like telling world leaders. Uh, there's that word again, world leaders. Uh, what to do? All students of Klaus Schwab, most of the time, by the way. And uh, yeah, I lost my train of thought there because I was already starting to get on like a crazy rant. <laughs> God was like, <laughs> but no. they were like, you don't need to go there, Joshua. I don't. Uh, but yeah, it's um, that's been the condition for like a really long time. But I feel like the counterculture of what's going to be just kind of spiritual practices. Everybody's independent, whether you're a Sufi mystic or you're a Kabbalist or you're getting into Santeria or you're doing Christian mysticism or whatever. This is a unity. This is a brotherhood that's creating an alternate, (laughs) like an alternate space. And that's what we mean by that. And you're you're doing that anyway. You're just not aware of it. Exactly. And all these world leaders with their fanciful ideas of like where they're trying to hybridize us with technology and create cyborgs out. I, I don't know, like they like lead a battle angel kind of bullshit. Working. They're they working so hard. Work. I could want to plug you into the matrix. I just saw a video recently today. It was hysterical on that exact note. You know, like everyone's like, oh, I have family. Like, oh, no, everyone's going to be in the matrix, man. Everybody's going to be plugged into that, you know, um, ready player one kind of bullshit. And I was like, I don't know, man. The video just came out. They, they just took one office staff and tried to make them do that meta shit that Mark it Zuckerberg yeah. does. Yeah. And they're they're like, my eyes hurt. I was vomiting. This is terrible. This is gross. There's no way. They think that it's compatible. Doesn't mean that people are going to do it. Of course. Give me my brain chip. I just love it. I I love (laughs) it. Where's my brain chip at? I love it because... Stupid. They're trying to do something. And it's it's an underestimation of our connection to who we really are. And we've allowed it. We've allowed it it. to a certain degree. Yeah. But when you push and you push and you push... People got tricked, though. People got tricked. But the, the this is a light that can be dim. It, or it, it can mm. be dim, but it can be turned off. Right. And eventually, it's going to light again. It's going to push back again. And it is. And it's beautiful because it's going to grow stronger. It's going to grow stronger and it's yep. going to grow stronger. And what... The result of this, I do believe at the end, it will be it will be positive. It will be optimistic. Yeah, I see like larger group work, which I think like governments and all these kind of communities is just like a reflection of. But when you have consciousness as that unifying factor and you have spirit, then it's like that overrides. It's like a superstructure mm-hmm. almost in comparison to like a... Um, a department of government or something like that. When you get like two or more gathered, you know, some people with actual imaginative intent, they can affect far more than a bunch of people mumbling and whining to themselves on Twitter as they're staring at their phone. They're just wasting basically their spiritual energy Mm -hmm. on, it's just going down a drain. And that's how it's going to come together. There'll be people with like 200, 300, these large festivals you're doing where people are uniting and 
and gathering under the auspices of love and probably mm-hmm. a little bit of recreational drug use there was, and unprotected sex. And it was hilarious. It's like, <laughs> On the last workshop that I did, in it happened to be in like a little rave tent, uh-huh. you know? And the people, just before I started, they were dancing and they had the techno going in the middle of the day. And, yeah. you know, they were doing, you know, some type of recreational um, substances. Sometimes. and Altering the mind. And I knew what was coming was for real. We were going to talk about traumas from our fathers and the li- healing yeah. the lineage of our father creating trauma. And I was going to go, I was going to go deep with them. Mm-hmm. And... It was so beautiful to see the transition of their, you know, party persona, the the, the festival image that they had on, mm-hmm. to then sit and really start absorbing this material and yeah. and and get this reality check and really connect with it. Um, and it was it was beautiful, man. It was beautiful to be able to introduce that. Um, to a group of people that normally just wouldn't have been um, open to it. I love those festivals, man, because they, they introduce you to that, that oscillation between spiritual celebration of being alive and then oscillating back to possibly spiritual expansion or expansion of consciousness and, mm-hmm. and a unity of it. So, uh, yeah, is that your... No, I'm good. Oh, cool, man. All right, topic uh, number six, six ray, religions... We already discussed that at length. I'm loving it. They're all going through their different uh, (laughs) phases. Yeah, my own religion path right now is is lovely. Um, I'm fully embracing uh, the the Afro-Cuban spirituality, the the spirituality of ancestors, um, because it's very empowering. It's powerful. It's in the elements. It's nature. It's my ancestors. It's spirit. Um, It's... It's something I'm doing with my partner. I'm doing with my lady together. So it, okay. it, it brings us a family. My That's son loves it. Okay. My son, because the medicine of this religion is music. That's what you oh. use to transcend. That's awesome. In, in ceremonies. So a lot of ceremonies, you know, in, in, in Afro-Cuban or native cultures, you're taking some type of substance to mm-hmm. communicate with spirit. Yeah. And this religion is music. And it's music based on drums. And what best than a drummer myself mm-hmm. to really connect in that space? So that's I, perfect I'm, for you. I'm having drumming. I'm having spirit. I'm having family. I'm having guidance. I'm, it's it really fits all the um, the boxes for me. And and I'm I'm having my uh, my crowning, my becoming uh, Santo Santero myself. And uh, by the end of the year, I'll, I'll start the awesome. I'll start. It's a year long uh, process. Mm-hmm. Um, to begin so i love it um it's very it's a lot more popular than i thought because it's Mm. this is what happens man i just it works it just it works see software does it it, it work it does it work and are there no side effects exactly that's the key (laughs) spiritual hygiene is very important spiritual hygiene different paths require different yeah. amounts of spiritual purification processes yes. don't you think yes absolutely yeah. okay even though they are all um, responding to your intention and to your integrity everything is responding to you and who's giving but, you your intention exactly is it your higher self <laughs> exactly what what's making the, sure what's, that's boxes checked off what's the voice what's the voice how clear is the voice you know truth mm. is a straight line if it gets really complicated you're probably getting swindled 
once it's blurry, it's yeah, kind of like, exactly. when you start blurry, using this voice, yeah, exactly. that's when it gets messy. Dude. If it sounds, <laughs> you know, like it's trying to convince you. <laughs> yeah. If you need to yeah. convince yourself of something, you probably don't want to do that. It's, it's a very truth. It's, it's, um, it's, it's short. It's very short and it's very clear. And it's, uh, it, it gets his potency and its affirmation, not in this um, discussion. You know, you can't really discuss truth to yourself. It's just appears. It, it's just so f- uh, heartfelt, you know. And you get little slices too. You know, yes, it's you rarely get, the whole buffet at once. Rarely you get all the slices. Buffet. And you will, you you will be uh, tested. It's not the right way, but oh yeah, you will be. Um, you be you have, once you, once you use your knowledge, yes. then the feedback from the universe comes on how you handled those forces and mentation. Yes. And uh, it's always good sometimes as a default to leave the editing up to the source of creation, whatever you call that. Yes. It could be Grave Central Sun, you could call mm-hmm. it Divine Father, you could call it Allah. But whatever your process is of spiritual, um, say experimentation, mm-hmm. but it's, it's like we're not trying to make stuff or manipulate people like uh, willy-nilly. There's usually like a goal of betterment for either a group of people or yes. manifesting a a needed or desired tool or anything like that. But to, to make sure that, you know, the, the one that's making everything dance is got the final editorial say sometimes is a, is a good, is a good thing to put forth whenever you, you're doing a a prayer or a ceremony. I always um, lead with they, it's the spirit world has access to possibilities that we can't imagine. They, Mm -hmm. they, uh, they're aware of roads and, and, and aspects and, uh, that are undetermined to us, mm-hmm. you know? So it's like, I don't know, playing, I don't know, war in a way, right? Okay. But looking at to both, you know? Like the watching chess happen. Yeah, like you're watching like, chess, but you're above. But you're in both of the minds. Yeah. You're That's inside two of the, of the minds. So you might think <sighs> that this put. is a road, but this person, you know, you're also aware what the other person is going to do in, in a <sighs> much larger way. Um, web of that's what i'm saying if we're talking cosmic entities i feel also for this where this planet is concerned Mm -hmm. and this species is concerned that the forces that organize destructive energies Mm -hmm. and intelligences has made its final or is making its final moves yes that the light is becoming too intense for it to support a miscreation game much less an entity that's allowed to further encroach on the earth's progress as a spiritual entity so I feel like it's just about done. Does it feel like the last act? It, I think that it all, all our We're generations. I think all our generations in our position have felt that. Uh, Especially if you're awake. Yeah, if bit. you're awake, not woke, awake. But my my <laughs> under, my interpretation is that that same force who is creating um, this type of chaos uh-huh. also serves a higher organization. Of course. That. Um, depends on this chaos to evolve itself so it, we, it's still part of the necessary requirements for evolution fertilizer if for, you will. exactly yeah. yes exactly yeah. awesome. so it's still serving the same um intention which is yeah. the advancement and you have to pull the string backwards to push it forward. Yes, I that is how it feels, especially from this dimension. When I when I get to higher levels, dude, I want to look back and be like, was that necessary? Because because if you're on the you know another star system, Pleiades or whatever, yeah. 
you might not have the catalyst of the the collective miscreation of mm-hmm. an entire species. Yeah. So, do you still grow? Sure, sure. But in this the absence is our, of this of is miscreation, our oh, we are in yeah. the shit. Yeah, no, but also meaning like <laughs> it's not required for another yeah. species in another planet. No, and every it's, I think they're all doing it a different way. They're all doing it a different way. But from exactly. all the people they've channeled, like from any species, of, like we're the gnarliest. We're definitely this is the, the dirtiest. Yeah, this is the most yeah. insane misuse of God's energies. Yes. Which is where destruction comes from. He's not doing it. He's not allowing it. We're doing it. Yes. We're twisting that thing into knives Absolutely. and daggers and firing arrows at each other Absolutely. every day. Yeah. And after a few millennia of doing that, you're in like a shit soup. Yeah. So I'm, I'm excited about the cleanup. Exactly. That's what, that's what we're here. These new kids are hopeful to me. You yes. know, they're, they're really cool. So, uh, And then alchemy, uh, the seventh ray. What's inspiring you spiritually besides your, obviously your new... Uh, and you're working toward um, family. Family is alchemy really, and family. That's really what's that. Uh, and there is also the use of my work as a mm. teacher, as a public speaker, like now, as a awesome. because I I always felt like really connected to my learning to my youth to that aspect uh, still kind of getting it you know that's you Ed. And, like and that's so, all i've ever known you is that buoyant like i can't yeah, wait to learn more exactly. and burn and you i'm know, learning like, yeah. and i'm moving it but i life is asking me to to give now it's okay the, the alchemy saying, okay you know you have to give a little bit of this like you've been accumulating and you've been burning and you've been receiving and you've been taught by several several very good teachers including my brother here. Uh, and, and now it's saying, we want you to, to be that to, to people. We want you to, to serve that aspect of yourself and put yourself in a little mm-hmm. bit more of a um, representative of the schools and arts that, that, you, that you have gathered. So um, that's where my journey is right now, to be more... Um, teacher archetype. A, teacher huh? archetype. I'm being more authenticated in the journey to share um what i've learned and specifically to practical tools to help people change their lives because that's what that's what's important to me i don't care if you believe in god i don't care if you care about energy i don't care if you trust santeria or christianity i don't care i care that your life becomes more suitable for joy happiness peace prosperity pleasant uh, you know, that's what I mean by it works. Yeah, it works. Your that's, life becomes your, better. Exactly. Your life <laughs> yeah. has to be better. If you hate your life, it doesn't matter what mumbo jumbo spiritual practice you're gonna get into it. You're still gonna um, miscreate because when when you're happy, when you're happy, when you're at peace, you create better things for yourself. Nobody needs to teach you morality when you're happy. Nobody needs right. to teach you what to do. Yeah. Uh, because you're a pleasant human being. So. Even Sadhguru said that, man. He's, exactly. as usual, right. Yes. I'll never be able to say anything as dope as that. Yeah. <laughs> he, he said it all so perfectly, He dude. knows how to, how to put those oh. um, right commandments. So that's that's where I'm taking my alchemy right now. Again, my, mm. my religion and my family. Um, because... Uh, the alchemy of sharing. Yeah, the alchemy of, of bringing people together. That's an interesting type of alchemy because I just realized now... Like there's a different type of learning because I, I always look at you as a lifelong student anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and I, I try to be like, as soon as your cup's full, that's it. Right. But there's a different type. When you go into the phase of teaching, there's a different type of education that happens where your students begin to like inspire you and like, like start sparking things and get you to start thinking of things mm -hmm. that were outside your wheelhouse. For so sure. I'm excited for you to yeah. get into that. That's why I do my workshops in a Q and a based structure. Okay. I don't, I don't, preach i don't i, I create like muji yeah i create the theme of this is what we want to talk about okay this is kind of the boundary conditions of the mm -hmm. communication what we're gonna address um and then i open it i open it to how does this touch you and then let's let's go dive because each person is a universe and so you learn so much um, in that aspect. And I also learn about myself and how clear my reception is to what they're really trying to tell me. Not what they're telling me, but what they're really trying to tell me and what information is available to me to give back to them that is going to uh, mm -hmm. be the most uh, practical for their advancement. And you got to make sure it's safe too. Man, that's a... Because yes. then you get into those group karmas, you know. Yes. Yeah, I try to keep it clean. Try to, have to. not get really involved. At this um, stage, got to. And then, um, yeah, following um, following the footsteps of my family. They're all teachers, you know. Everyone. They're all like that. Everyone, yeah. Yeah, so. yeah. Shout out to your mom, dude. Yeah, my mom. Cool lady. Helping out a lot. That's great. That's so great, man. Yeah. Well, I just want to say thanks so much, dude, for coming on and doing this and uh, humoring me, man. You know, yeah, my pleasure. Just, I, I don't know what this is going to turn into, you know, but uh, I think it's going to be a doorway to other kind of things. You know, I'm, I'm always into whether you're an alchemist or uh, or even comedians, stand up comedians are always welcome on this podcast because I yes. want to like talk a bunch of stupid bullshit too on this and sprinkle in, you know, yes. like truth because they're they're like social scientists, yes, you know, and very spiritual. You, if you're an artist, you are an alchemist, whether you know it or yeah. not. When you're in the yeah. creative yeah. state, like that's talk about relationship. It's like, it's you and your imagination. Like whether it's a joke dropping into your head or the next line of a bar or a freaking like, what's this next rhythm I'm supposed to do? It's you and the muses. Yeah. And it's if they want to give you that information or not, <laughs> you know? So to constantly be looking at the, whatever you think is a source of creation is, is part of being an artist. And I've, I respect that about you all the time. You chose a profession where you're not only, no matter what, going to progress as a, as a spiritual being, but like to combine your, your money with it and, yeah. and it being an expressive, you know, affecting the rest of the earth kind of thing is awesome. Yes, I love it. I've been, I've been grateful to, to have the drums chose me, um, mm. to, to, you know, I felt, uh, drums are older than language, you know, so that's how, that's so how I'm told by yeah. white ass. I don't yeah. know. Like, <laughs> No, That's what I'm told. The rhythms, yeah, rhythms so. coming out. Uh, I'm, I'm grateful. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Thanks, man. Uh, hopefully, we can. Uh, I can see you coming back again. on here yeah, again, man. Again. Maybe we'll like yeah, mic up your drums, and you could like show us a yeah, demonstration we'll of celestial Once rhythms. Once I go through my through my crowning initiation, I'll I'll have a lot to talk about, dude. I can't wait. Yeah. Thank you so much. Thank you, brother. Thank you all for joining us so much, and uh, I'm gonna just go out with this little. Uh, commercial that uh that i do here because i paid for it i was like i might as well use this mother freaker so here you go are you experiencing imbalance physically emotionally mentally or spiritually 
Let's help you get it resolved. We simply utilize energy or consciousness-based techniques to harmonize and uplift you physically, emotionally, mentally, or spiritually. This energy healing, particularly with cranial sacral therapy and matrix energetics, is hands down the best in San Diego. We pride ourselves with over 13 years of experience helping people like you. What are you waiting for? If you're in San Diego and looking for relief, come see us today. I know it's so cheesy, but I gotta play it. You know, it's hysterical. It's, it's well. Guys, use all three accents, man. It's <laughs> <laughs> American, British, and Australian. That's how we do it here. So thank you. Hope you all have a great day. Love you. Peace.